0: you've come to the right place hope you love america hope you're tired of the same thing all day every day bringing you a different point of view bringing you the right point of view from an everyday american recorded all over no agenda just america Hello and welcome to a new episode of Eric's America. I uh, finally have made it home for a few weeks and uh, very excited. That's why I did not have a Thursday episode because I was uh, traveling, 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 Um, finished up and uh, goodness, uh, drove till about two in the morning and then slept a little while, finished it up Friday and just been trying to recover, Um, spending that long on the road um which you know by the way i uh, uh just to be honest uh i've always wanted to travel and and tour um you know spent most of my life uh working on um music and trying to be a musician and uh i still do still do um and maybe we'll achieve that later or maybe this will take me further and i'll be traveling around talking Either way, uh, touring has always been kind of a goal for me, uh, but uh, not traveling in the uh, the way that I have been for the last uh, several years with uh, this job because it's not truly traveling. I mean, you do, you go, and uh, you're in one place for a little while while you're working, but it's just not the same, and it's not the uh, the fun and and excitement and stimulation, I guess, whatever it is uh it's just not the same it's not the same but anyway uh i guess maybe this is a good uh if that does come to fruition in the future uh maybe i have a really good uh head start on dealing with it because just this year uh five months at one one shot being away from home and uh luckily i don't have any small children or anything like that but still it gets old really quick and you desperately, desperately want to just be home. And now that I am and will be here for a few weeks, um, making one quick trip um, just for a few days over a weekend. Uh, but that's for fun. And uh, yeah, but yeah, just been working. And yeah, there's plenty to do here. And uh, yeah, got to drive hours tomorrow actually to go uh, pick up a vehicle. So yeah, there's always something. Uh, seem to stay uh, extremely busy so that's that's where I'm at but I'm glad to be home glad to be back um, back here Um, unfortunately apparently we are in a mask apocalypse again and I find it very odd now this is my conclusion on it at the moment so we started opening up a month and a half ago now i would say uh, all over the country and everybody knew i thought it was al- already a, a foredrawn conclusion that once things started opening up and people were around each other a lot more that uh, cases would go up i mean i figured that was pretty much um a foredrawn conclusion because it makes sense i mean people haven't been around each other that much suddenly they're going to be anyone that has it it's going to spread um so that was to be expected i thought that was normal all right but the part that i figured and thought everyone would be very much in tune with is what the death rate would be because that's the part that's really bad you never wish that people are going to get sick but we all Uh, kind of assume that we're going to get the flu at some point we're going to get colds we're going to get different illnesses i mean it happens it happens and we don't lock ourselves in the house or do any of those things when those things go on because the whole idea is the fact that life has to go on business has to keep occurring our life can't just be put on hold just in case we might get sick the second part of that is I'm pretty sure it is up to us as Americans and as a free people with freedom and liberty to then make our decision on whether we feel safe to go do these things now I understand that many people get very worried about liability that is something we need to we should have addressed years ago frivolous lawsuits ridiculous lawsuits um basically taking away other people's liberty through litigation and what i mean by this is the fact that there are a lot of things that are now policy and and um even laws because of lawsuits because people don't want to be sued and i understand that i don't want to be sued any more than the next person although i figure i'm planning on it i'll just tell you that right now the more and more this podcast grows i'm sure i will be uh, inundated by people who want to sue me for things I say, for my opinion, uh, you know, because I'm Hitler or some other, you know, insanity. So I assume that, um, and I will deal with that when it happens. But the whole thing is, is people are reacting in that manner or doing things because they're afraid that if someone comes to their store or someone goes to, a an event or something like that and they happen to get sick then they're going to sue them and because these crazy uh, parameters and mass mandates and all this other just absolute bullshit um, they're going to be able to get traction and really devastate businesses and event centers and everything else with this and this is you know one of the many policy things that we need to be concentrating on and not worrying about who has a damn mask on now are there ways to fix this well of course there is there's many ways to fix this whole issue um you know that's one of the uh, excuses i hear over and over and over again while people are freaking out about you know kids going back to school and they're like well you know if one kid gets sick and one parent sues then oh my goodness it's going to be you know all this uh, you know it's going to shut this down shut that down and Um, you know, that's, that's, that has really come along with this whole culture of always blame someone else. That's how all this really got started. Let's be honest. That's how a lot of this started to creep into our everyday life with the, um, basically the epidemic of excuse culture is what I like to call it. It's an excuse. Everything's an excuse. I mean, that's how we've gotten here. That's how we've got to this moment in time. No one will actually look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm not doing what I should be doing. You know, I, myself, I was taught that from, you know, the as young as I could remember, and I do it. You know, I'll look at myself and say, you know what? I'm not doing this, and I'm not doing that. That's why this isn't working better. That's why this isn't functioning better. Even with uh, my podcast, you know, I realize there's more that I should be doing, and I'm going to strive to do it to build my audience bigger and bigger. Why? Because some days it's really hard to get motivated when you're working, when you're having to, you know, work on this and do your job and and travel here. It's really hard to get around to doing all the promotion and and getting the word out that you should. And I realized that that's a failing on me. So I'm not sitting here saying, well, the world is keeping me down. That's why it hasn't grown any bigger yet. Well, no, it's not. It's on me. You know, I'm, I'm the one that needs to do that. But that is so far out of the realm of what people do. They just don't, you know, they'll say, well, it's, you know, it's racism or it's sexism or it's, um, you know, whatever. Now I happen to be in the category of probably the most hated group of people in America. Now I am a white male who is heterosexual. Well, I might as well just go hang myself according to these people because I could not be a more worse human being. Now, what have I ever done? Uh, Absolutely nothing. Uh, I was born poor. I am still basically poor. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I, I have food. Um, you know, I don't have a whole lot of great things, but I have some nice things that I'm proud of and I'm working to better myself. And that is what America is. You know, they say follow the three basic steps to succeed in America. Number one, graduate high school, at least graduate high school you need to do that number two is do not have children before you are financially able to or married number two find and stick with one job for an extended period of time and you will move up one class that's that doesn't seem that hard that doesn't seem like that big of a problem to accomplish Now, I will admit that myself, I fell short of that. I did graduate high school. I have kept jobs for long periods of time, but I did have a child before I was financially able. I did have some help, but uh, there's a lot of things that go along with that that, um, you know, sort of inhibit where you're going to go, at least for a while. Now, I will say that I'm able now to do more and maybe start to achieve some of the things that maybe I could have younger, but, you know, that was a decision I made. I made a decision. I, I, you know, broke one of those rules. And as a consequence, I will be very honest. You know, I've had some very, very difficult, very, uh, uh, hard times, uh, for a long time. Things are much better now, but then again my son has grown he, he does his own thing so that's a whole different uh ball game now so all that being said what does all this have to do it was it's building a culture that we have now to contend with that everyone has an excuse for everything and they're not even happy with just having an excuse for now they have to pin it all the way back to long before the u.s was you know a country before we declared independence that somehow activities that happened then are now keeping people down instead of addressing the issue at hand so all that being said with that being in the culture and we'll go into more of that probably throughout the uh this wonderful episode but what has it brought it has brought people to be terrified that someone may show up at their house or their business or their whatever, their game, their show, anything, and someone possibly get ill and then they sue them and destroy their life, and here we are. Um, but that's not the only reason for the mass mandate. I'll say that is the reason that a whole lot of businesses and everything else are following it. Not because I believe the businesses are overly concerned about health and safety not that they're not it's just it's a it's a paradox there is a paradox when it comes to safety first and and work and all those things but i believe that the mass mandates that are coming out now are a calculated manipulation of the population that was a lot of asians here we go. So, what would you think? This seems like a really good idea. If I wanted to come up with a completely bogus medication or a completely bogus, you know, apparatus or what have you, and say that it cures or prevents, I'll say cure, cure a potential disease. Okay. But I know, but I absolutely know that it is not going to do anything for it. But I really want to con people into thinking that it does. Well, here's how you would set about doing that. First, you see a whole lot of people getting sick. At least the numbers are going up, right? So you calculate how long until those people, especially if they're younger and more likely to recover, how long does it take to really run its course? Calculate it. A couple weeks. Okay. So now, after a couple weeks are over, if I then start handing out these pills and saying, hey, take this. It's going to make you better. And then I can turn around and say, look, everybody's getting better now. So it must be my medication. You see? See, they're all getting better now. And they took this. So that's it's the cure. Now, if I put that out into the society as a whole and say, "Look, you know, if things were looking bad. These numbers got way up there, but see, I gave them these these sugar pills, and and now suddenly the numbers are going down. See, I've I've done something great. You know, you should listen to me. You should listen to anything I have to say. I should be able to just decree anything because look, I cured all these people. Well, strange enough." Let's think about what's going on now. So, like I said, we started opening up about a month and a half ago. Then we had riots about a month ago. Everyone knew. Everyone knew as a certainty that once everything opened back up and everybody was around each other, and then especially you pound some really good BLM and Antifa riots and burnings and all that into the streets while people are yelling, screaming, and running around. I don't think there was probably a two-year-old that couldn't have figured out that, you know what, I bet your cases are going to go way through the roof. And especially since a lot of these are young people, I bet you they're going to recover. That was pretty easy to figure out. We could all figure that out. We could also figure it out because the deaths were not skyrocketing. They were still dropping. But if you were in a position of power and you wanted to get real control over people, what's well, a great idea? Wait a couple weeks. And now all of a sudden, well, we're mandating you put a mask on you know, because that prevents the spread. How convenient to do it right after about three weeks of this uh, huge spike in numbers. It's very convenient. Uh, the last I checked, about three weeks after people start getting it, they start getting better. Well, now we're going to put our mask back on. Now everybody's got to put on a mask. And why would that be? So all these governors, especially idiot Whitmer in Michigan can go see look you need to listen to me see all these people are getting better now because we wear the mask so you better listen to everything I have to say from now on because any other reason wouldn't make sense because if you've been out and about and all these people are getting sick and it's just spreading like wildfire everywhere isn't it a little fucking late to put on a mask now hmm. well of course it is It's ridiculous and arbitrary. But if you want to con everybody into thinking that you are somehow preventing and stopping this illness, well, this is exactly what you would do. That is why we now have mask mandates from all over. And if you notice, it's not just idiots like Gretchen Whitmer, it's all over. Because it's really hard for people to have gained the status and power to give it up. Even the people that founded our founding fathers knew this. That's why they wanted to institute term limits and say, well, you can only be in here this long because they knew that it would be really, really, really difficult for people to walk away from power it's not a human norm. I mean, once you rise to a level of a high level of, uh, power and influence and, and you gain that level of success, it's really hard to say, okay, well, I'm going to walk away from this now. That's why we have, you know, senators that spend their entire existence staying there and and fighting to be reelected over and over and over again because it is really hard it's not natural for a lot of people to say okay well i've reached that pinnacle now i'm just going to go back to what i was doing that's why we need to set term limits on senators and representatives because once you're there so long absolute power corrupts absolutely and there is way too many especially if you're there that long i mean when you're talking about people like pelosi and schumer and and biden i mean these people have spent much longer than i've been alive in these positions and of course they know how to play the game uh you know, they're in everybody's pocket because, I mean, they've been taking all this, all these money from lobbyists and everything else for years and years. They've enriched their families. They are corrupt. So, I mean, that's why you get a stupid statement like Pelosi this week. They ask her, well, what do you think about these people, you know, tearing down statues and stuff? And she's like, oh well, people just do what they're going to do. You know, I'm not really attached to them. Well, why not? Why not? Well, because the people that are doing it, if you go to their stupid website and you hit donate to their cause, oh, amazing it's a new way to donate to the Democratic Party. Huh. I I thought BLM was about violence, about uh, police violence. What's that have to do with electing Joe Biden? Well, nothing. But it's a really, really amazing way to raise money sideways because it's coming through black lives matter well that's just a you know and it's really really telling that it is not a 501 it is not a non-profit it is a registered trademark it is a for-profit business well that seems odd What other causes do you know that are trademarked businesses? None that I can think of. I can't think of a single charitable organization or a single cause that is a trademark business, for-profit business that also donates money to a political party. So it does make it unique. Um, does make it unique. Very, very unique, very odd. How that happens? Uh, it's also very unique that uh, one of the leading, uh, f- one of the leading uh, people that funnel and take care of their money is a convicted terrorist who was pardoned by Bill Clinton. And um, yeah, there's some more of those. Um, one of the founders was a uh, cop-killing uh, uh, terrorist member that was uh, pardoned as well. Um, and they talk about you know Trump's out of control. He pardoned pardoned Roger Stone. What do we have with the? I mean, this is terrible. I mean, the rule of law. What is he doing? Yeah, he's not letting you know cop killers and terrorists out of prison. Although Obama and Clinton both were very good at uh, pardoning uh, people who were convicted terrorists. If you don't believe me, all you have to do is look it up. Crushing facts crushing facts the ones that are easily verifiable and yes these people were uh have doing bombings and killing police officers and major robberies and they were put away essentially for life and right before they left office both obama and clinton pardoned them and now they're in blm and its main financial partner which is thousand currents so you can look it up and yeah these are really really bad people um but that's no surprise none whatsoever so yeah we have the uh, mask hoax which uh you know and businesses have the right you know that's one thing that i do stick by i'm a conservative so therefore they have the right to refuse service uh for any reason and i fully support that and so therefore i have to deal with the fact that they want you to wear a mask so i will do it now if it comes to being outside or going to any events or anything to where there is not a business involved and it's just the uh, governor saying that i have to wear a mask well then i'm certainly as hell not going to be wearing a mask period and uh yeah i will definitely uh, see someone in court over that five hundred dollar fine because um newsflash a governor cannot just make up new laws and punish people for them we do not live in a dictatorship and we certainly do not have a monarchy you cannot just decree laws and decree punishments for those laws and think that they have any basis in fact because they do not they are absolutely not legal and cannot be legally enforced now does that mean there aren't people that are going to try to enforce it because that's where people get a little confused. They're like, well, the cops are enforcing this, so it must be a law. No, it's just they decided to enforce an arbitrary rule that came from the governor. And you have to fight through the legal system to get them to tell both of these entities that they can't do it. So that's one place. It's kind of like the echo chamber I've talked about before, where somebody comes up with an idea and writes a book well their buddy reviews it and says it's great and then that person passes it off to his buddy who makes a documentary about it and then his buddy writes it on wikipedia and then it's on tv as a documentary and everybody goes well it must be true i mean all these different sources said it was you know said it's true well that's just the same bullet bouncing off a bunch of walls it's just ricochet you know it's not a new bullet coming from six different directions it's one bullet that bounced off six walls and so that's what This is essentially is finding, finding the person that says, wait a second, hold on, put on the brakes. We have the constitution here that says there's no way that this is legal. It's out of, out of here, you know, cancel it, but they're hoping and counting on the fact that people don't want to take the time or have the finances to fight things. So they think they can just soak you for money and Lord over you. And that's where people have to band together because they may be able to hand out uh, a dozen of these fines but they certainly can't hand out a few dozen you know when you start talking in tens of thousands they just they just can't because there's no possible way it would so clog up the legal system that nothing would ever get done so that's the kind of that's some of the ways that we can start fighting back against this insanity and tyranny now some people will say that's a little too strong you're calling it tyranny they want you to put on a mask so you don't get sick well i'm sorry but that is tyranny you're telling me the governor of a state can now mandate what you have on your face what you wear how much more do you want anyone to be in your life would you listen to your spouse or your friend about, well, you better put on that hat, or you better put on that. I mean, I'm telling you, you have to wear this. None of us would stand for it. We'd look at him and say, listen, this is America. You can kiss my ass. You know, I'll wear what the hell I want. You know, I'm a grown ass man. I'll put on whatever I want. And, uh, or the other way, I'm a grown ass woman. I'll put on what I want. So we will do it when it comes to everybody else, but then, you know, it comes to this and they're like, well, maybe it's not so bad. No, that's being weak and spineless. You have to stand up. Now, like I've said, when it comes to businesses, they do have the right to refuse service. So, if you really want to shop there and they're going to refuse you service then that's different you know i mean unfortunately that's the system we live in but if it's uh you know going to an outdoor event because i read this and it said well anywhere deemed that you cannot social distance well that can be anything because she just made all this up to begin with they're making these things up it's something they said at home at night go hmm wonder how i can screw with the population today um you know it's just insane dick dictatorial insanity that we laugh about from the rest of the world i mean we've sat and laughed openly as americans about <laughs> you see i mean over there they have to wear that i mean they're forced to <laughs> isn't that funny but we're allowing it on us where are all the patriots now i'm starting to see some spring up here and there but we need more i mean i do this because i feel that this is a really good way to get the word out because i'm just an ordinary guy I'm just an ordinary guy. I don't have, you know, millions of followers or friends and, you know, nobody's just going to listen to me if I set up on the side of the road. In fact, they may throw me a buck here. They are thinking I'm homeless and that's why I'm on the side of the road. But this is my way to fight. This is my way to stand up, get people to listen and, and try to educate where I can. Not only about how our government works or how it's supposed to work, but. You know, maybe some of the people. You know, there's a lot of people that don't want to follow. You know, big media people. They don't trust them, and and I don't blame you. There's a lot of them I don't trust either. There's a lot of people that you know look for things like, hey, this is just a regular guy talking about things. He's not, um, you know, a paid guy on CNN or Fox News or any of that. You know, he's just a regular working guy who's trying to educate people, and that's really what I want to do. I want to I want to help. I want to help i want to stand up and tell you that this is how it works i'll break it down real quick one of the whole reasons we as america declared our independence everybody knows this phrase if you don't you should look it up taxation without representation you can't demand demand things from me as a government if i have no representation to speak for myself and give my opinion on making these laws and these taxes okay the same idea applies it's a foundation, one of the biggest foundations of our governing of our government and the way we are governed is the fact the people have a voice. Okay, even if it is not your direct voice and your direct vote, it is by proxy through the people that you elect to represent you, i.e., the House of Representatives and the Senate of each state and nationally and even break it down further even in your city council these are people you are voting for to give a voice for the people okay so by circumventing this and saying well it's just the governor it's just the executive branch can now make a decision that creates a new law and now has a punishment attached to it and a mandate for you to wear something and suddenly that becomes law because i invoke an emergency it does not make it legal Where was our voice? When were we asked? Not even our representatives that we elected and sent to the state capitol even got a chance to vote on this or even listen to their constituency, i.e. us, the little peons, and tell them that, hey, this is not what we want. You vote against it. See, that's how our government works. And government always starts local. Never forget that. So yes, coming this fall, yes, we need to keep Donald Trump. Absolutely. We don't really have a choice at this point. We really don't. Unless you really, really like, uh, to, uh, start practicing, uh, the new BLM Antifa religion. Um, I would think that, uh, if you like life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and you want to stay free, that's the only choice you have, whether you like the man or not, whether you think you should, you know, stay off Twitter and not say this or that, that's really not an issue right now. We're talking about your freedom and liberty. I It can't be any clearer than that. I know it's said every, every election year, but there is not another election year quite like 2020. Uh, I've lived through a few of them. Nothing has ever been like this. So in my lifetime. Now, it has been in the past. I don't want to go out on the limb and be one of those crazy people I bitch about. There have been times in the past. uh, Namely, the first one that comes to mind is 1968. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about that. I I think that'll be a good episode. Maybe uh, we'll look back at uh, 1968, look at all the things and groups and all the craziness that was going on and what happened because of it. And it's really interesting. But anyway, it starts local. And something that I have not done in the past, and I feel guilty for it, but I am going to practice what I preach. So I drove around town, you know, now that I'm back back home for a little bit, I drove around town started looking at all the election signs. Whether it's for a district judge, whether it's for town council, whatever it is, I started taking notes and saying, okay, I see that one, that one, that one. I want to know who they are, what's their record, you know, what do they believe in, let's, let's start have to start local it matters i know people go well i'm not political well everything's political these days and unfortunately it has driven us into a situation where the very existence of not only our country but our freedoms and our constitution that keeps us free is literally in jeopardy because there are so many things and it's hard to educate people on so many things but there are so many things that are done routinely throughout local governments and city governments state governments that are completely illegal and against your your basic inalienable rights even that need to be addressed and it will be such a amazing return in your life and in our lives if we start speaking up and speaking up through our vote pay attention to the the local pay attention to the school board well how do you think we've got insanity and bullshit like 1619 that's going to be taught in our schools how do you think we've gotten to the point where schools are nothing but woke indoctrination for blm and antifa This is how, because people don't pay attention to who's getting voted. And I've been guilty too. I'm not saying that I'm innocent in this period. I'm not part of the excuse culture. I will proudly, I won't say proudly, that's the wrong word, but I will boldly stand up and say, Hey, I am just as guilty as the next person of saying, Hey, who are these people? And what do they believe? I didn't, I would punch a ticket and say, okay, I'm going all for this side. Now, maybe that was all on the conservative side but still that is should not be the way you go do a little research i mean how we spend what over half our lives on our phones on social media and everything else everyone is on there now especially if they're running for any kind of office they are on there you can flip through their twitter you can flip through things you can see where they land on on issues and you can get a real quick vibe of who are these people and start voting for freedom and liberty. Because if you start local. Then the national can't have as much effect. And, and people may get confused by that. But you see you have to get way into. We don't teach civics anymore. And that is a huge problem. There are many people that are getting doctorates. In political science that don't understand basic civics. And that just blows my mind. How did we not? I mean, I, I took civics. I took civic civics class and it wasn't even as thorough as I would have liked it to have been. At least I took it. Now you don't even take it. And people don't understand how these things work. They have no idea that they have a right to stand up about many things or that people in power like the governor or the mayor can't just wake up one day and start decreeing all kinds of laws and enforcing them and sending the cops to your house it doesn't work that way that's not our system and people don't understand that and that's why these local and state officials get away with it and people get upset and people have gotten really upset recently about Uh, Trump and say, well, why isn't he just sending out the military to go squash all these things around the country? Well, he doesn't do it because he actually understands civics and realizes the president can't just decree and send the military into towns and, and, and destroy things and put down rebellions. That's not the country we live in. It starts local. We have to start local. Because if you have a local government that is on the side of freedom and liberty then the then the insanity that comes from washington they can reject because states do have a sovereignty to an extent but people don't even understand that because they don't understand basic civics and it drives me nuts because we should we should educate not only ourselves but our kids should be educated i think this creates a huge problem I think it's what creates a lot of depression. It creates a lot of this idea. You know, people talk about, oh, Trump's a Nazi. If that were true, you couldn't say it. Don't you get it? You couldn't say that. They would show up at your house, drag you out, and put you in a gulag. That's what they do in China. That's what they do in Iran. That's what they do in North Korea. But that's what's inspiring these people like Antifa and BLM that's what they want they want to set up there's videos of them there's videos of these people talking and they don't think everybody can hear them and they're openly talking about boy you know gulags were great i wish we could set those up and drag these people off and throw them in a gulag or guillotine some people and and people are still walking around with the stupid shirts on well oh, blm's great yeah they're great till they drag you out of the house and cut your throat. You know because they're the same people that are ISIS terrorists. They're the same people that were Al Qaeda. They're the same freaking people. Just check them out. It's easy. It's real easy. They're all connected. These people were terrorists. It's just like you know people like AOC and Elon Omar, Rashida Talib, Ayanna Presley. These people are terrorists. They are absolutely socialist terrorists. People don't know this. They think they're just, oh, well, they're just out there. They're a little eccentric. No, they really want to just destroy um, our entire country and take it over and dictate everything to you or probably throw you in jail and kill you seems to be a tent it's just a teeny problem for me i mean just saying i have a teeny problem with that i i believe i will fight to the absolute death and that is not a euphemism in any way shape or form if it comes down to starting to literally tear apart our nation i would definitely fight to the death to save it because without freedom life isn't worth living that is that has never been more true. And I would venture to say not never have more people, especially not in my lifetime. Now in the past, that's probably not a true statement, but at this moment in time, probably in the last 50 years, there's probably never been a population that understood the necessity, the absolute necessity for freedom the way we do right now after these lockdowns after these quarantines now i am going to make a prediction we'll see what happens i don't normally predict things but i'm going to make a prediction i'm going to make a prediction that in about two to three weeks all these governors that are now issuing these masks mask decrees are going to come out and gloat and talk about how they have cured their states of this awful disease because they had everybody put on a mask and that we should never take them off ever, ever again uh, because of it. Now, will it be true? No, it absolutely will be false. Uh, people are getting over this illness because... Uh, younger people apparently don't have a huge issue with it. Now they will come out and say, Oh, wait a second. There's one guy over there that died. Yeah. There's one guy that dies or one girl that dies of random things every day. I mean, there are people who die from colds. There are people that die from all sorts of things. Um, but when you make general uh, gen, yeah. wow, can't speak today. Generalizations. They are called generalizations because they generally are true now if you could only make statements that were absolutely true for every person every time in every circumstance then no one would ever be able to say a damn thing i get so sick of it if you say generally Most people under the age of 60 that are in okay health are going to be absolutely fine. They go, wait a second. No, no, no. You can't say that. There's one guy over here that was 45 and he died from it. Well, yes, there is. And there's also some guy across the street who blew his nose too hard, had an aneurysm and died, but we're not issuing a decree saying, you know, don't blow your nose or you'll die. Generally, you're okay. So always keep that in mind when they start uh, spouting things off, whether it's in the news, whether it's on cable, whatever, wherever you hear it. Most people hear everything on social media, which if you're relying on social media for the news, oh boy, oh boy, you're going to hear all kinds of things. Um, But, you know, that's one of the things that this woke, no joke, absolute insanity has brought out. They said, well, you can't make generalizations about things no, you have to make sure you speak the absolute truth on this and this. And if there's one person who does something different, well, then you just have to scrap the whole thing. It's not true anymore. And, uh, you know, nobody reminded them that we say generally because it generally is true. It didn't say absolutely is totally, totally 100% true all the time. So that's one thing that drives me absolutely insane. So, you know, I heard it the other day. Well, there was one child that died from covid so now we got to lock everything down well you know no we don't I mean you know it's uh goes back to one thing and I I, I will have to say I listened to a, a comedy show a comedy podcast that uh I used to I used to listen to quite a bit I don't get as much time now but uh you know they would you know make the comment about sudden infant death which is is a very tragic thing. But literally it was so misunderstood that literally the, uh, application of it was, you know, is it a baby? Yes. Is it supposed to be alive? Yes. Is it not? Is it still alive? No. Okay. It's sudden infant death. You know, now is there an epidemic of it going everywhere and they're all dying all the time? No. Do we know that it exists? Yes. Is it rare? Yes. Does that mean that generally your child does not have to worry about it or you don't have to worry about it for your child generally no does that mean it never happens? since i said generally no it doesn't that's what we're dealing with that is what we're dealing with is people that are literally this insane that says well you can't say generally it's going to be fine because one one thing happened you better put on your mask because hypothetically one person could possibly you know pass it because they walked outside and breathed the wrong way i don't know i don't know i've never seen a a more fragile fragile uh group of people that just absolutely are i won't even say uh glass they are um about as fragile as um uh, snow yeah. Cause that's pretty fragile. It doesn't take much to knock a, knock a bunch of snow down. Um, glass would be giving them way, way too much credit. That is for sure. So now that I've, uh, went off enough about the, uh, Corona cause it's coming back and obviously and there's obvious reasons. I mean, you know, the, uh, the rioters got tired, you know, they, they ran out of, uh, they ran out of all the, uh, stimulus money and they need weed money so they i'm guessing most of them went back home to uh go be uber drivers and uh raise funds so they can uh buy uh buy another uh another bag and they can get back to uh you know bashing everything that uh, others have worked hard to establish but um so i knew it was coming And like I said, the death rate's still going down. It's going down so much that the CDC says it's on the borderline of being uh, downgraded from an epidemic. Because, you know, just not enough people are dying from it, you know. and I mean, you would think that was a good thing. You think that would be on every page, social media, on TV, all the time, celebrating that, hey, yeah, I mean, there are more people that actually have it. Um, They're not getting super sick and they're not dying. You would think that would be a celebration. I mean, it should be. It should be a huge celebration saying, hey, it's getting ready to be downgraded. It won't be an epidemic anymore. Hey, we can go back to normal life. But of course, it is 2020 and it is an election year. And these Democrats are not going to let that happen. Uh, But that's not the only thing going on. Of course, of course not just a couple things that uh, I saw towards the end of last week that made me uh, definitely see red. And you can find these sound clips. i got to start bringing these sound clips on so I can start playing them because I hear them or watch them. And, uh, you know, I I talk about them, but I don't actually have them to, you know, uh, make a good reference. I always have to tell people, hey, go check this out, check that out. So i got to start doing that. That's another thing. See, I have to self uh, self discipline and say hey you've got to get on this but uh a couple things the uh uh town uh the city councilwoman from Seattle uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this video uh, but if you haven't you need to go watch it this lady is absolutely an insane socialist I mean she's not trying to hide behind anything I mean she's literally she literally is on there bitching at Jeff Bezos because uh uh, basically they put a Amazon tax. They literally called it the Amazon tax, trying to tax, uh, anybody that worked there and tax him for having uh, business there and stuff. Um, you know, basically just trying to soak the rich. And, um, she said, well, you know, you, if you try to block it again, you know, we're going to bring out all these, uh, all these poor working people to fight you tooth and nail and we're not going to stop until we tear down this sexist racist tyranny of capitalism and replace it with this wonderful utopia that is socialism and i thought man i never in my lifetime could have ever imagined that that would be someone who's in any position of power in the u.s but uh we have many of these people out there and yeah i mean she was straight threatening uh straight uh straight threatening bezos which it couldn't happen to a nicer guy it really couldn't um but no i don't agree with her either i don't agree with either one of them um